Hello and welcome to episode 90 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off, because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, Ross. Let me introduce the team. The boy from the wrong side of the tracks come good. Welcome, David. Fucking pedestrian start, Ross. I'm going to need you <laughs> up in a bed, mate. That was... Um... Gee, I'd say lackluster, but you know, uh, even worse than lackluster. What's less than that, Alex? Uh, Shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dire. <laughs> yes, dire. Grim. <laughs> a grim start, Roscoe. But good to be back. Hey, thank you. A man who said Shane Watson modelled his game on. Welcome, Michael. Hello, gents. Australia's oh, number one Dan Christian fan and our guru. Welcome, Alex. And I love me bushies too. Yeah, no, I love, me <laughs> love me bushies. Yeah. <laughs> Today we're in the triangulated Frederick Herald Sock Company Studios. This is a tight ship production brought to you by broadcast partners for 2019. Roger David, the dot com boom, Aussie Mail, Antioxidants, Omega 3, Fast Bat Speeds, High Bat Grips, Low Full Tosses, The Block Hole, Keeping Your Shape. Chris and Murray's oh. Plant Farm, Sultans of Sting, cover band of Dire Straits and the Police, <laughs> Beyond Again, Big Leavers, the John Hastings story, Australia's top-selling yeah. audiobook autobiography, forward by Clint Mackay, and Bowling on Leg, Hoping for Singles, the Adam Zampa story, brought to you by Hallmark. Don't forget our merchandise on Redbubble, and check out the hats. Fuck off, Ross. <laughs> and, the, and the can coolers. Stubby elders of this country, mate. If I can go over this one more time, we'll come to blows. Um, can I just say my favourite sponsor is the block hole? Yeah. It's a good place. Not so to much be. the Toblerone tunnel, but the block hole. Oh, Jesus. I think the block out the block hole is a bar in San Francisco somewhere. I think, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's uh, play on through to the keeper. Yeah, touch. Yeah, yeah touch. Play, play on. on. <laughs> All right. Well, first up, we have national team talk, and I'm just brimming with enthusiasm to talk about this because Australia's won an ODI series overseas, 5 0. 1 2, thank you, buddy. Yeah, well, Dominant. the second one was 5 0. Mm. We haven't lost, so, uh, mm. we've won eight games in a row. Yep. yep. Yeah, sure That's, have. Can That's, we just, um, can I just, before we go on about the actual standard of play and the, the results, um, I think all cricket tournaments should be played out of the is it the Abu Dhabi region. Mm-hmm. Did you see the size of the trophy for a meaningless one day? They're <laughs> like this massive fucking golden bowl. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> and then we gave Pakistan a piss out little red trophy that we re-gifted from South Africa when they last came out here. Ah, yes, I remember that. So the top run scorer in this five-game ODI series was Aaron Finch with 451. Back. Wow. He's back. Five He's innings. back. Average of 112. That's our Coley numbers, that sort of yeah. shit. I heard it he's is. currently um, petitioning the MCC to move the Ashes to this particular venue in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where he his um, Test 50-odd too, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yep. started? Yeah. It's interesting now these um, split series they play. So, you know, Australia played ODIs and now, but they played the Tests and the T20s back in October. Yeah. It's, you know, unusual it's an unusual way to go about it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Maxi was good though, wasn't he? Mixed, mate. Yes. Yeah. Uh, four innings, 258. Highest score of 98. And a strike and, uh, rate of 139 across the whole series. 
Jesus. Well, we had a few 90s, didn't we? Usman made 98. 98, yep. Maxi got 98, and uh, I think Finchie got a 96. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Sean Marsh got a 91 not out. Oh, is he still playing? Oh, good on him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, embarrassment of riches at the moment. Oh, how yeah. do you fit? How do you fit Warner? How do you fit Smith? Even if they're going to get into the squad, I assume they'll be in the squad at least over for the uh, World Cup. Those yeah, two. I they think, might make it. Yeah, yeah. I think they Marsh goes out. In the squad, Marsh yeah. goes out. Yeah, probably Hanscom. Hanscom will probably be or um or uh, or Carey and Hanscom keeps. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or Ashton a lot Turner. Of talk of that. Mm. Mm. Like Ashton Turner's mm. been okay, but he hasn't exactly set the world on fire. Well, he hasn't had many opportunities because they've all been fit. Yeah, well, that's so, true. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 I think uh, the other one I think is in trouble is Troy Dan. Troy Dan. Yeah, Marcus Stoinis. Oh. oh yes, of course. Oh, right. yeah, big, yeah. big, big yeah. deep dive into a callback. Uh, oh, yeah. right fucking hell! I could see. You know, you know, know else is in trouble. I'll be fucking mangles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russell Coyne's probably pushing. Russell Coyne's probably pushing shit uphill too. I think. Yeah. <laughs> you could see Marcus Steiner's playing the Troy Dan role in his own TV show, though. Particularly that scene that yeah. Troy Dan did in his first episode, where he's having a swim in a billabong. And he just having to poke his bum up in the air, and he had a G banger on. I could see Steinkopf doing that. This, but does Steinus have his helicopter license? That's the real question. <laughs> yeah. well, where does Burke and Wills fit into the Australian <laughs> The original explorers. <laughs> what about Mary and Rutherford, the great explorers of the northeastern suburbs? Flinders, Phillips, all these boys. <laughs> Hume, uh, the Leyland brothers. Hume, yeah. What about the Leyland brothers? <laughs> well, oh, oh, I reckon this talk's got bloody Ross rigid with his orange oh, tunic. Oh, <laughs> every, well, time, every time you mention the Leyland Brothers, the Ross blood gets... will be rushing. Oh, no, yeah. the Leyland Brothers, the best movies of all time. Nothing over there. Oh, cool. I'll get a shot of that and just yeah. like, <laughs> recording it. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Ross, Ross's what, internal what, compass is a true north. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, almost poked his own eye. That's how excited he was. Uh, uh, yes, it's a pity the World Cup's not going to be played in Sharjah and Abu Dhabi and um, other places like flat, that. Flat tracks, yeah. No, yeah. no, no it's going to be semen. No, oh, they'll be flat as a tack over in. in uh, also, I did see that. put up over there. Yeah, that's true. I they did say that um, Pakistan were a bit undermanned, and I went through their list and. I thought, yeah, they are missing a few. There was no sign of um, Misbah Al-Haq. I didn't mm. see Yunus Khan in the team either. No Wazim Akram. No, 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 no sign of Wazim Akram. No, no Wacker. No Wacker Yunus. <laughs> no um, Ijaz um, either. Or um, Rami's Raja. I didn't see him. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't there. Yeah. haven't seen him. A bit light on. Um, no, yeah, Eunice <laughs> Yohana, or Yusuf Yohana, sorry. Yeah. So no wonder they're a bit light on. Yeah, a few kegs light on There's too. Only, only one Akmal as well. So. Yeah, yeah, they only went for Umar. Where's Cameron? Oh, interchangeable now, aren't they, the Akmals? <laughs> yeah. According to this podcast anyway, I think. <laughs> Just call him Akmal. Did you like see the... the um, Australian comedian. <laughs> Speaking of Umar Akmal, did you see the post doing the rounds of him going out? 
yeah. It's like watching four for eleven cricket. Like he's like looking at the sky as his bat goes in four different angles and he gets chopped every <laughs> yeah. single time. Yeah. Keeps his shape though, now it's all the time. Yeah, he's round the whole time. He's very round. I was going to say uh, even Zampa was taking wickets, so everyone was putting on yeah. fire. Yeah. That's how you know Bax does some real strife. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's interesting mm. to see that um, Stoinis didn't fare so well with the bat in this series, and he also um, didn't uh, bowl as much. Glenn Maxwell was um, bowled a lot more overs than Stoinis. Too much time so, in Strawberry and not enough time in the Nets, Ross, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe his finger, he broke a finger in India, so maybe that was um, that was the issue. He would have um, come in a lot of times. Broke a finger? I yeah, say, he seemed to go for quite a few runs as well. So yeah. interesting to see mm. uh, what happened there. But a um, bit of bad news with the injury to Jai Richardson too. Looks yes. like he's popped his shoulder. I don't know how long yep. he'll be out for with that. Yes. Give some time to buy more socks, I suppose. Go to Frederick Harold, Jai. <laughs> so Glenn Maxwell bowled 35 ball. overs in the five matches and Marcus Stone has only bowled 18. So a bit of a difference there. Probably the uh, slowness of the pitches, I believe. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, probably. And horses Australia played horses, Ross. two spinners for both all five matches. Yeah. Zampa yeah, took seven wickets play. and Nathan Lyon took five. So, not too bad. That for a long time, for, a, for yeah. an extended period, Ross, yeah. playing two spinners in an ADI. No. Yeah. Uh, real spinners, like you don't count Maxwell and Darren yeah. Lehman. <laughs> Michael Beaver and these idiots, you know. Man. Michael Beer and Xavier Doherty. Don't be talking about Michael. Uh, you leave Michael Beer alone. Nathan Horitz. Finchie even yeah, managed to bowl 12 overs and get a wicket. Oh, no point being captain if you don't bowl yourself, Ross. Exactly, Mick. You've always said that, Mick. And not just said it, live by those words. Live by it. Live by your mantra. Um, the big with Stoinis, but in, in his defence, he wouldn't have got too much time in the middle in this Pakistan series because there's a lot of big yeah. opening partnerships. Yes, that's true. Yeah, mm. yep. that is true. And we chased a couple of down, what two or three down. Didn't yeah. We? yeah, it seems Glenn Maxwell they're using him as I'd say he should be used as a bit of a floater. Yeah, so he can go up high or down low. Yeah. Are we bringing the floater back to O'Neill? Yeah, bringing the floater back. Not the sinker, which Simon Cadditch did at Perth Scorchers <laughs> for three seasons. He bat as low as... He listed at three, but bat at eight or nine. Yeah. I'll floater. tell you what, though. I brought the, I brought the floater back to the uh, work cubicles today. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave a Grogan for someone, did you? <laughs> yep. Uh, it reminds me of the office I worked in where there were plumbing issues and the bloke used to come in on Monday morning with war stories about polywaffles in the hallway. <laughs> uh, he'd get there at 7.30 to be greeted by something floating down the corridor at him. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Great place. I love war stories. Yeah, war stories. <laughs> Holding a cigarette between finger and thumb and like <laughs> sitting on trap number two, what, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> hang on, I think it's coming back up. <laughs> I think I got. I think I'm on a live one. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, 
like a lethal weapon three. <laughs> <laughs> Handcuffed to the toilet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a bomb on the toilet, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, is this the one with the South Africans, just to give it a cricket flavour? Yeah. Nah, that's, oh, nah, that's lethal weapon two is the South Africans, I think. Uh, I think you're right. right. Wasn't it at one stage they're only going to make um, odd number lethal weapons? Yeah, mate. Make six. They're just making five and seven. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, because I think lethal weapon two is the old uh, diplomatic immunity one. Yep. Yeah, is that the same one as the bomb? Might be, but that's bomb number two anyway. Number two has the South Africa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, listeners. I got my lethal weapon. Yeah. You fucking uh, should be sorry, on. man. Talk your shit out. Lead the weapon threes where um, Mel Gibson knocks up Renee Russo and she has the baby. Fucking hell, mate. Get your shit sorted. Yeah. Out. Is that the one with Jet Lee in it? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Somehow Mel Gibson beats up a martial art black belt. Yeah, because he's got a mullet, mate. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back to the mid-off um, <laughs> movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Have a look now at the Shield final, and it was a it was a really good Shield final. Uh, Marcus ding, Harris, ding, ding. yeah, Marcus Harris made 141 uh, off 229 balls in the first innings. Vicks only made 289, so he made just under half of the runs. Not bad for Pretty a Test different. opener, Mick. Incumbent, yeah. incumbent. <laughs> uh, everyone who bowled in this match apparently is going on the Ashes, and that started yes. with Trent Copeland taking five for 74. Yeah, except except it was really four fuck because one was a no ball. You cheating fucking cunt. Mm, that's right, Blocker Wilson looking after his mates. Yeah, <laughs> jumps for the boys. <laughs> jumps for the military media. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be again? I'd love one, mate. The um, New South Wales Blues then batted, and they were shit. One hundred and twenty-one all out. Another bloke booked his playing ticket for the Ashes. Peter Siddle, 5 for 28, <laughs> got 14 yeah. overs. Yeah. He yeah. was hooping him. Yeah. Bowling wide from the crease. The big P-I-P-Air, Siddle. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And James Patterson. Just get... Oh, geez, big he good fellas? Our man, 3 for 30. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that gets into the Ashes, doesn't yeah. it? 3 for 30. 10 overs. I will say one thing about Pato. fucking bowl well. The other thing that he did do scared the fuck out of nearly every New South Wales guy. Yeah. yeah, he was bowling absolute heat, yeah. and he's he looks thick but athletic, and yeah. he looks angry, and he looks like he wants to eat people. And, and most of all, he looks like a fuckhead. Yeah, oh, of course he does. But <laughs> he looks, geez, he he looks gonna, like a fuckhead. yeah. And when we have Mitchell Johnson, gonna... that worked really well. So let's go back to it. No, oh, yeah, mm. I'm saying it's a good thing. Oh, okay. I think <laughs> if you're going to have a spare bowler. And it's, if it's got to come out of the Shield final, I would take Pato Trent over. Co- oh, pa- oh, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. take Pato just because he's a fucking angry man. And once he gets over that white line, he'll get white line fever in the ashes. Of course he will, even though there's no white line. White rope fever. Yeah, white white <laughs> fever. <laughs> <laughs> he'll get white sweater fever and he'll go fucking nuts. Yeah. He's got one of the biggest white sweatbands I've ever seen too. So maybe Massive. he'll get white sweatband fever. It almost goes from his wrist to his elbow. His yeah, I think that's it. His sleeve and he, yeah. Oh, has he is got it... um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like Jade Herrick? <laughs> <laughs> Jade Herrick's not real. Stop bringing him up. No, no, I, I, think, I think Pattinson's got like the street sharks or something. 
Battle Toads, maybe. You and I need to start a Street Sharks podcast. <laughs> one of the all-time shows, that one. We can go back to the Rock Lords, Mick, if you want. Got Rock Lords. The Day oh. Kids. <laughs> you know how good a premise Rock Lords were? They were like Transformers, except they all chirp transformed into Rock. Yeah. Shut up. I no. do remember oh. Rock Lords. Yeah. Added yeah. Toxic Crusaders to that. I remember yep. watching a Rock Lords movie. It's my first ever movie I saw at the Mujura Cinema. Speaking of and... Rock Lords, Ross is getting all bloody... Yeah, righto. Um, yep, sorry, rock I was gonna, Yeah, that, I don't know. Any, I, I, all I could think of was Fraggle Rock, but maybe that's a different <laughs> show. No, that's just not on. Okay. Get back to cricket, mate. He's doing the evil rock, Ross. Yeah. But um, back to what Bull was saying, but Pattinson literally bowled, I think it was like a two-over spell where he was unplayable. But the New South Wales blokes yeah. just could not do anything. He probably bowled too well, so he didn't get decent figures. Like, he didn't get the Pfeiffer like the other guys got because he bowled too well. But, um, I yeah, like, if his body's up to it, mm-hmm. he's a very good backup if a Stark or someone goes down because he's that size, he bowls that pace, and he's not a bad bat either. So he's, he's definitely a like... Yeah, that's the, for a that's Cummings or a Stark, he's a like-for-like like pretty much. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. The, that's the thing. It's his, um, it's his body that's going to let him down, if anything. Yeah. We know he can bowl. We know he can play cricket, but uh, there's been a bit of chatter on um, the tweet machine around having Cummins and um, Pattinson playing the same team. Cummins bat seven, Pattinson bat eight. Fucking <laughs> ridiculous. Because <laughs> that means Payne has got a bat six. Yes. And nothing in Payne's history suggests he's able to do that. Exactly. Um, or like maybe they say he bats at nine. Yeah, I'm with Gin. Payne bats nine in that scenario, I reckon. Yeah. Like real. <laughs> Cricket keeper style, <laughs> keeper at eleven. Wally Grant yeah, no, style. Catch them. <laughs> <laughs> Since the days of Barry Jarman, have we seen this game bat so low? Oh yes, Ross. Yes, Ross. Take it back. Now, um, I want to say, fellas, that is Hazelwood's spot in question because his form wasn't that. His hot spots in injured. question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I know he's injured, but his form beforehand was pretty poor. But he's the vice captain. They're, they're low. Oh, yeah, well, so is Cody. Everyone's the captain. I reckon... You can't pull the vice captain card these days. Not anymore, yeah. Maybe back in the day you could. But. I reckon Hazelwood gets away with it because for what his skill set is, like Stark and um, Cummings and Patterson, it's all about pace. It's all about being 150 yeah, yeah. Ks. Well, Hazelwood has that comparison which incorrectly but it's a comparison that everyone uses he has that McGraw like mechanical methodical mm. I bowl this pace yeah. I bowl the ball here you've got to try and do something yeah. if you want to score off me or wait for me to bowl a bad one and so yeah, I, think the, I think he gets um, left out of the conversation because of that yeah I think the thing with um, Hazelwood is if you if you look at him Subjectively, he he does have that control, but he also bowls 145. So yeah, yeah. he sort of uh, yeah. yeah his pace was up in the last yeah. home series. Yeah. So he's got sort of not the best of both worlds. He's not ticking 150, but he's not slow. He's not yeah. You know, Gilly's not keeping up the stumps to Hazelwood. You know, yeah. No, I, I, he's getting them down pretty well. Yeah, I agree with that. But I don't reckon he's hit that metronomic spot though recently. I reckon yeah. he bowls on the hit too much these yeah. days, or like in his last series. And I thought, geez, I'm pretty sure. Give, yeah. he, he can't give that single down to fine leg or to mid wicket. He think, can't do that as a bowler because all the other bowlers do that. Maybe yeah. Cummins not so much. But yeah, but I think the thing with Noni um, is 
if you've got him and he's perceived to be that control bowler, yeah. then you sort of get away with having come and start Pattinson yeah. in your squad. There's not a lot of control bowlers in Australia who still tick 140, 145. Yeah, but, I think yeah. that's no, I where the selection any. is. Where they, you know, they want to bowl. They want your bowlers to bowl at 140. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they perceive no need to be like the most able to control the ball at that time. So that's why he still keeps getting yeah. I think that's why Copeland keeps coming into the conversation because mm. he's viewed in a similar vein that he has great control and he moves it a little bit. So they don't care that he's a bit slower. And I think that's why... A bit like DJ Dan Worrell as well because he moves it a bit. So then they're, they're not... So that's why those blokes keep getting brought into the conversation, whether they're up to it or not. It's a totally different kettle of fish. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. The, the Australian thing is at the moment, you know, we sort of have got an embarrassment of riches in terms of depth for fast bowling. You know, Joe Richardson's a really good bowler. Yep. Um, yeah. Who's the other gypsy from WA with the beard? Berendorf plays one. Yeah, but not Berendorf. Who's the other idiot? Oh, Andrew Ty. Nathan Coulton-Niles. Yeah, Ty. yeah, Andrew Ty's a good bowler. Nathan Coulton-Niles a good bowler. Yeah. Pierre, um, you've got Tremaine. Scotty um, Boland. Ross mentioned... Mick Nessa. Um, Mick Nessa. Yep. Good player, good bat, good bowler. Peter yeah. George. Yeah, uh, Peter George. <laughs> like, Andy uh, Pickle. Who's the, who's the idiot big. four years ago who said he was available for Ashes selection? Dude? Oh, yeah. And oh, no one had ever heard of him Steve McGoffin. Yeah, Steve That's McCoffin. Steve McCoffin, yeah. <laughs> Alan Mullally, he's an embarrassment of riches we've got. Yeah. It's interesting. Got Nathan Bracken waiting in the wings. That, um, that issue about the control bowler, because it seems in England that you need more control. And I read a, a long article about Siddle being left out of the certain tests in the previous Ashes Tour and how it was sort of confusing as to what Australia were trying to do. And I've mm. then seen other things about saying, we well, stark a luxury you can't afford, even though he's got his um, back on track with his Pfeiffer. And and should they have someone like Siddle or Copeland or Nessa there just as a control bowler? Got something, Dave? And then Darren Lehman come out and said he'd made a mistake in that series. He said yeah. hey, we should have played Siddle earlier yeah. because that one test, but the, the, the last two tests, the last test that he played, you know, yeah. we saw his ability to play in England. So yeah. I mean, it's good that you finally recognise an error, but yeah, probably four tests too late. I'm afraid yeah. you bought it. And it's just a question mark now whether Siddle and Copeland are the right guys because of their age. Mm. Yeah, it shouldn't really yeah. stop them, but you know, Siddle's. Certainly, probably not at the peak of his powers. Neither is probably Copeland. So probably in the coming down the other side of the mountain. So, are they still good enough, or should they be going for someone like Nessa? But then they've got no experience there with the Nessa. As far as I know, he hasn't played Test match, hasn't played county cricket in England. James Pattinson, to his credit, played at Knotts most of last season, or you know for a period of the season, a decent chunk. So he's got experience in England, and he's played Ashes tours Mm. before. So. Yeah. yeah, interesting. I think that control bowler has been underrated in previous series. Yeah, agreed. Yes, Mick. I was like, we, we got to we got to be careful getting caught up in the whole age thing because yeah, getting excited getting excited by a bloke being young got us Hank Cartwright has got us stuck yeah. with fucking luck yeah. has got us stuck with fucking Marnus. It's like it's this whole idea. Uh, and it's this, nah, he's our man. Fuck Marnus. It's this whole. It's this whole thing, and it's like it, it reminds me. <laughs> it reminds me of an old quote that from an Italian soccer player who was like in his thirty, in his in his mid thirties, going into a World Cup. And the thing he said, he goes, "It's not my job 
to give up my spot to a young bloke. It's a young bloke's job to take it off me. And I think that's where we've got to get out of this whole idea. Now Greg Chappell's getting fucked off, thank fucking Christ. <laughs> we can get away from this whole, it's an under-21 side. It's fucking test cricket. You pick the best 11 blokes and you try to fucking beat the other team. That's all you got to fucking do. Yeah. yeah, very good point. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I think you see I, the benefit I, of that in in a, a team sport such as a, a multi-team competition like the AFL or yeah. the NRL, you see benefit in bloody young blokes and you know um, you building your team from the base up again. Twenty games. Yeah, yeah, but when you're when you're a national team, yeah. you pick your best available team, no matter the age. Like you're only trying to win the series. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't think you're trying to win. You know, like before. I mean, whether the Test Championship comes in, it might be different, yeah. but. Yeah. You just need to win a series, then you move on to the next That's series. Right. The next best. You just got to win three that. fucking games. That's all you got to win. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the the thing is that they have a squad, and there's no cap on a squad. You could take a twenty man squad and yeah. take kids who you want to give experience yeah. to in the twenty man squad, and yeah. then with no intention of playing them. And they do do that a bit, yeah. but you're right. It's not an experimental thing. A test team. It's a representative yeah, yeah. team. And um, and blokes like Pierre and Copeland, depending on the surfaces might not yeah, play every that's wrong. Yeah. So it's not a question about whether they're going to get through the series. Yeah. You pick them on the green seam as where we're going to get rolled for 60, and if it's a dry deck, you pick your blokes in by 160. Copeland yeah. can be a, a four or five test wonder, and then yeah. he never gets picked again, yeah. but you know he might win yeah. the fucking Ashes series yeah. for you. And then you just go, well, mm-hmm. thanks for that, mate. Fuck yeah. off. That's exactly what yeah. we said about George Bailey. Yeah. Thanks for your contributions in that 5 nil series. Did well, yeah. sort of. Sort, sort of. Yeah. Sort Did of well for one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 36 love to Jimmy Anderson. See you later. <laughs> so, in Victoria's second innings, Will Pekoski made 51, and no one else did much. Oh, yeah. and, the um, hockey park. Then um, Sean Abbott almost got a seat on the plane in, and he got four for 82, so he didn't quite. Ooh, mm. no, did we was... talk about Harris? Sorry, I might have missed that bit. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah at the start. And then... So, the two blokes who made 50, weren't they? Um, the hockey park and Harris. And yeah. Curtis Patterson. Yeah. Yeah, Patterson made one in the last innings. Yeah. So New South Wales had to chase down nigh on 400 for victory, but they look and they got nowhere near it. But they were looking good at one stage. Yeah, I almost fell off my seat. I got a message from Mick about um, I think they were one for 120. One for 130. Yeah. And, and Mick was saying, "Oh, geez, they're half a chance here." No. Fuck off, mate. They're going to fall over. <laughs> they dead set. We were bowling like cunts and they were batting like champions, and we dead set look fucked. I've watched enough yeah, fucking. I've watched enough Victorian. Half an hour later. I've, I've watched enough Victorian and Australian cricket to know that we, that our shit goes down here real fucking fast. Well, uh, mate, the devil's batting at six. No one's yeah. chasing four hundred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jack Edwards at seven. I was pretty comfy with that yeah, setup. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, you guys yeah. are stuffed. Oh, yeah. when Sanger got run thing. out off Pierre's finger at the non-strikers, I'm like, yeah, this is all good. Happy days. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, both sides brought in probably one extra bowler. Yeah, all, weird. Patterson yeah. was at seven mm. too, which is yep. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so then they had um, Edwards at uh, all round at Bassford, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Wow. Batting probably one too Just a heap of shit. So, Peter Neville, according to our man Tip Madsley, that's probably Peter Neville's last game for New South Wales. So just, yep. yeah. He said that last yeah. year. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, he said he. Won't make a Shield team, captain. captain. Yeah. <laughs> Won't make the Shield team, captain in the Shield final. <laughs> <laughs> if you keep saying it, you're bound to be right eventually. Uh, 
The um, he was, broken clock theory. He was right about um, Neville got dropped after one game for the Sydney Sixers, so yeah, he's not exactly yeah. flavour of the month yeah, in right New there, South though. Wales. Yeah. But anyway, because no. he we shall see. You know, like they ha- they had replaced him, but the young bloke like busted a thumb or something, didn't he? Because didn't that kid take like six know. catches That's on right, debut yes. and then broke his thumb? Is that last week? Was uh, it? Was yeah, like some before? kid. Yeah. It was like one of the last games of the year. It took like six yeah. catches on debut, like broke some kind of record and then busted up a thumb and Neville mm. got back in. That's the same fingers. So, yeah. <laughs> so that was interesting because, yeah, Neville played the ninth game, the second last home and away game, and then the last yeah. home and away game. I didn't look why the, there were changes to the New South Wales team, but I didn't look why they'd changed it. But Neville was out. So I assumed he, when he came back in for the Shield final, I assumed he must have had some sort of injury. He's come back in for the Shield final and be made captain. Unless I'm you getting reckon, confused yeah. with the, the yeah. T20. Maybe That's the right. kid did it in the T20. Remember a young kid doing it from one of the New South Wales. Yeah, I think South it was the T20. Oh, that was that Jilks bloke who dropped stuff, Shane Watson yeah. on the first ball of the yeah. match, didn't he? Or, no, he's standing next to Shane Watson. He dropped Sean Marsh first ball of the game. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah anyway, so Victoria won the Shield final. Yeah. Bolo took three Yay. for 30 and Patterson took uh, four for 41. Um, apparently, Bowler. it was doing Head people's like <laughs> doing people's head in on the uh, coverage on Foxtel because Darren Lehman was on for a while and he was just calling um, Curtis Patterson Patterson and he's calling James Patterson yeah. Patterson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was too. <laughs> yeah. In fairness to him, they're all Patterson. Yeah, yeah. Patterson is a particularly stupid name. I would say. Yeah. I know it's his yes. name. But, yeah. yeah, it's not Banjo Patterson. Yeah, no, that's it. That's what I immediately thought of. <laughs> Banjo Patterson. Yeah. The uh, the <laughs> the commentary did it. Was it was a bit of uh, hard work to get through at some fucking parts, but Ian Healy but... apparently shattered people's perceptions of the Australian cricket team by saying that Will Pukowski went home for his twenty first, which was what yeah, was set yeah, yeah. He had, a, he, had a, he had a little bit of a crack at him about that, yeah. and he like he just the official story out of the Australian camp. There were two stories yeah, well... that were released at almost the same time when he left, and so yeah, there was the mental health Ian aspect. He wasn't saying anything that wasn't said at the time. Yeah. There was the mental health aspect, and then there was the. It's also his twenty-first at home. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, and didn't that story, that story amalgamated? Then it was. Yeah. Yes, he's got mental health issues, yeah. so we want to get him home oh. for his twenty-first to be around yeah. his pals. Yeah. yeah. It all seems very fine to me. I don't know what the yeah. outrage was. Ian Healy yeah. wasn't saying no. something that wasn't said at the time. No. It mm. was just it was, a, what was the way he said it. Oh, yeah, okay. the way he said it. There was a little bit of a like, well, maybe this kid's not up to it because he thinks his twenty first is more important than like hanging oh. around a test squad. The, the baggy green. Yeah, I think Ian Healy's yeah, like in the last in the last like twelve months since he doesn't have the restraints of being a Channel Nine personality on him. He's become like he's just he's like Ian Chapel. He's worse than Chapel probably. He just says what he wants. He's gone full Queensland. Oh, he just he you says reckon? what he wants, and it's, it, I reckon it's the type of like, if you met him in a pub and he talks you that way, and you go, "Oh, come on, mate," because you don't fucking like it, don't fucking listen. He just that's what he's fucking got <laughs> yeah. to. He, he said he's not not unhappy yeah. to dole out a few drive-bys, Mick. Yeah, it's just. But, um, <laughs> so he was on it. Like Roy was on it. Um, Bob Quiney was on it. He wasn't bad. Bob Quiney. Um, 
and oh, her name eludes me, but the um Tom Morris and Buff Lehman. Yeah, Tom Morris wasn't bad, and they had the uh, the chick that does the BBL too, the former player, the Laker, Mel Jones, oh, Mel Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, very good. Well, we we leave that Shield final there, which was briefly interrupted by a long chat about bowling in England, and we move on to <laughs> the IPL. Before we move on, before we move on, before we move on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the Vicks were the first state to have one-day champs, four-day champs, and BBL franchise get up. Oh, so what right right under Victoria? Love me bushies. Mm. Love me bushies. And yeah. what's it? Something so, like their seventh title in ten years or something like that. Yeah, something like that. So all you got to do is just pick up those 11 and blokes and drop them in England one. and fucking ash at home. So... So Alex and I drink at VB um, to, oh, yeah. to celebrate Shield Dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, love me bushies, love me bitters. Love me bitters, <laughs> love me bushies, love me big. Yeah. Um, I'm drinking Asahi for the same reason. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Bottled in Laverton. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> love me lavies. Um, interesting that uh, since... Uh, well, the, the Shield has been shared around since 99... Amongst only four states, Victoria, Queensland, New South Wales, and Tassie. Yeah, WA haven't won since '98, and South Australia haven't won since '95. Mm. So since the millennium, you oh. could say only four states Jeez. have won it. Yeah. Jeez, that South Australian side would have had like Joe Angel time. That South Australian side would have been like Jamie Siddons, a skipper, yeah. and Darren Lehman. Yeah, yeah Darren Lehman. Was yeah. that when uh, Flemo Brochel played that? Was that when Flemo went to South no, Australia? No. Was that after that? No, that was after no, that. Ninety-five. Jason Gillespie ah. hadn't even made his first-class debut. I reckon. Oh wow! Yeah. Brayshaw, Brayshaw yeah, he played. played. Paul Nobes. Siddons. Yeah. yeah, Paul yeah. Nobes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tim Nielsen would have been keeper. Mark Harrity. Nepotism. Mark Harrity would have been bowling, no doubt. Shane George. Oh. Yeah. Peter, Ma- oh, <laughs> Peter McIntyre. Peter McIntyre would have played. May, sure. Peter McIntyre. Yeah. Ben Johnson, maybe. Barry Jarman. No. <laughs> Barry Jarman. <laughs> Don Bradman, yeah. <laughs> Ian Chappell. Ian Chappell's Trevor playing, Chappell. I think. Yeah. All of them. What's their granddad's name? Victor Trumper. Victor, Victor, Trumper. Yeah, Victor Richardson. Yeah. Victor Richardson. <laughs> Victor Trumper. And his trumpets. <laughs> his trumpets came down. <laughs> How many victors can there be? I was bound to be half right. Fucking hell. Uh, uh, we leave that trip down memory lane. Uh, oh, that, imagine that WA team. Would have been Brendan Julian and Tom Moody, Gilly. Joe, <laughs> Joe Angel. Angel. Uh, big Joe Mark Angel. Hussey and Mark Lavender. <laughs> uh, Langer, Mark. Timmy Zura. No, Bra- I think Brayshaw no, played in that WA one as well. Really? No, he was yeah. at WA before South shields. Australia. So... Yeah, he was the other way around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, other way around. Turncoat. Yeah. Hey, I've, I've got a quote for you, Ross, while we move on from the shield mm. stuff. James Bradshaw's shit. No, no, I've got a quote. There is nothing to defend. As I said in the press conference that day, it happened instinctively. It was not a plan. And I have to get him. Although he did do it four or five times. So, who's that? But the... Uh, Mitchell Johnson. Ravi Ashwin. Sounds like Ravi Ashwin. That is Ravi Ashwin. Ah! Talking about Joss Butler, Ross. And can I just... um, I just want to pull out a few things from this quote. It happened instinctively. (laughs) 
It was not a plan that Butler will go outside the crease and I have to get him. Although he did do it four or five times. <laughs> 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 Sounds like Donald's Sounds like yeah, a plan. Yeah. It, was, it was instinctive. But I saw that he'd done yeah. it four And my times, instincts so kicked in so, after the fifth time. Very slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That I should do it. So let's talk about the man camp, Ross. Yeah. It's divided the cricket world. Yeah. Um, let's. I think we should go around the room and ask people's thoughts on it. I think we should end up with Vic, though. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we <should> do that. <laughs> I'll go first. All right, you go first. It's Alex. a legitimate forward dismissal, regardless yep. of how premeditated it is. All right. Is that all you wanted to say? That, well, that's it. I see it as the same as a stumping. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to leave your crease. In either batting or at the non-strikers, and it's no one goes up and says you're a dog cheating bastard, you long sleeve slash short sleeve keeper for stumping someone. Sure, well, it should never be a short sleeve keeper. A short sleeve keeper in the history of the world has never stumped anyone, so you can forget about that. <laughs> Jimmy Ma, Ross, fair enough. Um, <laughs> Ross, he's definitely out, in my opinion. Oh, but yes. the grey area, which the third umpire had to decide on, was in the laws. It says about. The batsman has to remain in his crease, or worse to that effect, until the expected point of delivery of the ball, or something like Correct. that. And uh, there's there's questions there whether Ashwin didn't actually sort of get into his delivery motion. So was there a point there that, um, that Joss Butler could have reasonably expected the ball to be delivered if he was in his normal action, but um, and he didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So it was controversial perhaps because... Ashwin just stopped bowling and walked over to the stumps rather than sort of turn the arm over and then run him out or, or yeah. half turn the arm over or so, something. Yeah. So, so my thought on this thing is that the rule is... It's a ridiculous rule because of that wording. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think the rule needs to be changed where you have to... So this is, should be what the rule says. You have to stay in your crease until the ball has been released, not... When you would reasonably expect yeah, the ball to be released. Once the ball's released, you can leave the crease, therefore you can't be run out. Yeah, yeah. Mick, uh, it's great. I'm glad that we've got webcam set up because it's. Um, <laughs> I think you've got a nice, a nice shade or a nice hue of red. Um, so let's have your thoughts on it, big fella. <laughs> so my, so I, as you know, because when this happened, I have a very, I had a, I'm probably my, I'm probably simmered down a little bit from when it first fucking happened. My issue with it is, okay, so <laughs> the one everyone's comparing it to when Ashwin did it last time to the Sri Lankan bloke in thinking the World Cup, apples and fucking oranges. That Sri Lankan cunt was shaking hands with the fucking non-strikers when he clipped the bales off. So comparing those two and saying, oh, yes. Ashwin, you know, he's that's fucking bullshit because that Sri Lankan bloke had ran basically a run up and back three or four times getting warned... <laughs> and then he did it again and Ashwin flicked the balls off. In that situation, in the World Cup situation, Ashwin, go for it. The cunt's cheating. He's fucking trying to steal runs. Go for it. I don't have a problem with that. Yes. The thing with the Josh... Oh, but, the thing about this one in the IPL, but is what Ross said. The fucking um, bullshit grey area about where you would expect the ball to be delivered. When you watch it and you watch Ashwin come in, yes. Ashwin gets his foot in front of the stumps approaching the crease and Butler gets about an inch out of his crease. Now, as anyone who's played cricket, and I, I, I understand that it's a 
It's a proper motor dismissal, rah, rah. But if you were playing park fucking cricket and the bloke got to that point, you'd be like, this yeah. cunt's bowling this, and you'd fucking start walking out of your crease. I'm off. Which is what Joss has done. I'm Joss, off. Joss hasn't sprinted trying to steal a run. He's just wandered out of his crease backing up like any other cricketer would. So because of that fucking bullshit fucking grey area, this one, I don't, I don't think it should have been given out because it is reasonable to think where he got to in his delivery stride yeah. that that is what they say in the rules. You would instinctively believe, yeah, he's going to fucking bowl this. And if Ashwin... And because there's no warning thing anymore either, so they've taken that out, so you can't stop the bloke from doing it. But the thing that really gets... The thing that got my goat, and it's the thing that fucking gets my goat about fucking Donny, and it's the thing that gets my goat about fucking Coley, <laughs> Ashwin was so fucking smug when he fucking did it. Yeah. He flicks the bales off, looks at Josh and like goes... Ooh, too bad, cunt. And fucking throws the ball down and walks off. In that situation, Josh, but- Josh Butler should be able to take the 2.7 pounds in his fucking hand and beat Ashwin over the fucking head with it because that's yes, just fucking dick go. behaviour. Ashwin, yeah, it's a legitimate woman oh. run out and he's out, but it, you're just being a fucking dick and fucking stop it. Yes. And that's my opinion God, on the man cat. this up. <laughs> I'm glad we finished with Nick. I wish this was a vlog or a video. Oh, yeah. Just, never, I, I'm going to clean the screen. Just spit all over it. You have, oh, a, yeah. have a good point there because really the, uh, it's interesting. He did that. Then it's an appeal and it went to the third umpire. The third umpire could have said not out if he yeah. you know, interpreted the yeah. expected point in a different way, which you know could have happened. It could have been not out. That would have been interesting. And um, Josh Butler got quite ticked off about it, which is strange because he's already been yeah. man-catted in an ODI against Sri Lanka a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We've, We've got a streaker going to quadrangle in the gymnasium. Yeah, and Josh Butler refused to shake Ashwin's oh, hand. Dummy spit, too, so. dummy spit. No, nah, you know what? I fucking I get that as well. I played in a game where a bloke <laughs> ran off the pitch and screamed at a bowler trying to take a court and bowled, and I didn't want to shake that fucking cunt's hand either. So I fucking see where Josh is coming from. <laughs> it's so it's so strange though that a bloke had already been man catted hasn't um, changed his habits. I know he's probably only yeah, only probably... just wandered out by a couple of inches or you know. 10 centimetres, but it's odd that he still is a candidate for it after he's already been... He was warned in the ODI against Sri Lanka and then run out, man-cad. The thing is, when you've been out LBW about 15 times, you generally change your technique. Except if you're... Shane uh, Watson. Except Finchie. No, I was about to say Shane Watson. Shane Watson. Or Finchie. He could have changed because he only moved in one direction. (laughs) Finchie's bowled through the gate, Mick. That's his nemesis. Ah, okay. That's his nemesis. Oh, yeah. The ball and the... The fucking ball and the stumps. The fucking nemesis of every cricketer. Clipping the top of off. It's... It's Superman's kryptonite. It's just Jasper <laughs> Bumra. That's the only person who gets Vinci out. That's it. Uh, all makes sense. Uh, Dave Warner's had a pretty good um, IPL so far. As he made um, four yeah, he scores, sure fifty and above, made a ton. He and um, his best buddy, um, what's his name, Jim Bearstow or something. Yeah, Jack Bearstow. John, John, yeah. Johnny, John, 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 Ginger Besto, Ginger Besto, yeah, Bluey Besto, there's a James Besto, Jim Besto, I don't know, Jack, <laughs> John, Jack, Jack, John, 
Jason Best. And there's a picture of him having a, having a big hug mid-pitch after um, they both made it. Yeah, that was comes. a bit much. It's a fucking yeah. IPL, fellas, yeah. not a test match. Come I, I was down. thinking that oh, traditional greeting between those two would have been Warner take a swing at him and then I'll make yeah, headbutt him. Yeah, yeah. I'll make him a kiss on the forehead <laughs> by headbutting him in the nose. Yeah. That's it. The problem in that situation is Bairstow is such a dumb cunt, he'd take his helmet off and leave and headbutt Warner when he's still at his on. Such a dumb cunt. Warner while Warner's got his helmet on. <laughs> yeah, Warner's still got his lead on and Bairstow headbutts him. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Ravi Ashwin Ash comes in and man cads Bearstow because he's out of his crease. <laughs> Both yeah. of them. Don't yeah. play the, ball, the ball wasn't dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Ross, you know your yeah. history. You're a smart man. I've got a, I've got a headline for you, mate. Uh, tell me what comes to mind mm-hmm. initially when you read this headline. Stephen Smith endorses Cameron Bancroft as a good choice for Durham captain. <laughs> initially, my thought is... That's Stalin saying Hitler's a good bloke. <laughs> I say like, that's Putin saying Trump's pretty good at what he does. <laughs> that, yeah. uh, takes one to know one. A good choice for Durham. I think Carolina. that's the same as Donald. A lot of people would come out saying yeah, that. Donald Trump saying his dad was born in Germany. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, Trump for whatever his <laughs> name is. He said it three times. Apparently, it's not true. Anyway. Yeah. And he can't say the word origin anymore, Trump. He says oranges. <laughs> It's fucking weird. If you watch that video, Jesus weird. The orange. I think that's the colour his skin is as well. What's that colour, Donald? Oranges. Yeah. <laughs> so we've done we've done rock laws, we've done political work. Oh, we're getting everyone. We're getting yeah, just, everyone. Just to keep going on the IPR, I thank Chris Henstock, our listener, for yep. sending through a clip. He was saying how much he enjoying the IPL because of all the good batsmen in there, but the bowling's been rubbish. And he sent us a clip of our man, CDG, cannon fodder to Gronholm, sending down <laughs> a, a slow half tracker to, to um, Besto, who then puts it over the fence at Cow Corner. It was absolute cuss <laughs> from Cole, CDG. Uh, Cole of the Gronholm. Oh, just... I he, How the I, fuck does he play so much oh, international cricket? I don't cricket, know. That That's what I said. As soon as, after I watched the video, I replied with... CDG is the worst bloke who regularly plays international cricket. He can't fucking bowl. He's meant to be some sort of all-rounder. He bowls. Ah, oh, the stuff he bowls. My goodness. It'd be generous to call it military medium. Just oh. pitched halfway down the track and he just sat back, waited and waited and waited and then put it over the fence at Cow Corner. <laughs> oh, shocking stuff. Anyway, that's my IPL wrap. Mick, I believe you have. Good. Oh, it starts. It started now. It's fifth of April. It's um, past ten thirty in the morning in England. So it would have just started right now. It's county cricket, Mick. I believe you have some ins and outs, big names. I do. Yes. Yeah. So um, I've put together a bit of a list of the. Because um, sorry Denzel and sorry Chris, but because we're not English, we don't give a fuck about some cunts changing counties between each other. So we've just got a list here of the overseas players who have uh, swapped counties at this point. So um, we'll go alphabetical order, because why not? So we'll start with Derby. So uh, last year they had uh, Dwayne Oliveira, the South African in the middle of the whole Colpac thingamabob. So he's um, 
Yeah, and they had Wahab Riaz, Lockie Ferguson. So, uh, Lockie Ferguson, if you've seen him about in the IPL, he's got a big uh, turn-of-the-century uh, moustache going on, so he's uh, a weird-looking cunt. Uh, and Henry Nichols they had last year. This year they've gone for Logan Van Beek from New Zealand, who I've never fucking heard of, so he's, he's obviously a real fucking winner, that bloke. Yeah, Van B's dick, that's it. And uh, for the T20s... Van B's dick. For the, for the T20s, they've got everyone's favourite... Uh, Drip-fed hipster Kane Richardson who we playing the T20s hey. for Derby. Uh, so from there drip we move fed. to... <laughs> Cold drip. Cold drip, that's it. He might be drip-fed. He's pretty fucking skinny. He's pretty skinny. He's not eating much. He might be drip-fed. Um, so... Drip and Slater left to go to um, Knott's, Mick. Oh, I didn't pay attention to that. No, can't say I did. Didn't pay um, attention to that. So uh, next up, we, we hit up Durham, who have been in the headlines. Um, so <laughs> last year, they had, they had the Saffa, Aidan Markram. They had Tommy Latham oh, from New Zealand. They had Imran Tahik, speaking of cannon fodder, from South Africa. Oh. And they had Aksar Patel from India. So this, year, Slim Shady. so this year, I've copied and pasted from the above line, so I've got it fucking wrong. But this year, Cam Bancroft's there big in, and he's going to be the skipper, as we talked about. My line here says it's mm. it's Logan Van Beek and Cam, Kane Richardson because I fucking copied and pasted. So how am I going? Yeah. Um, so Paul Co- so Paul Collingwood has retired as skipper, which is what opened the um, opened it oh, for Cam Bancroft to come in. Mm. So uh, so they went from an uh, uh, OBE or MBE player <laughs> OBE I think. to Cam Bancroft. Yeah. So, uh, so he's retired. So the Durham CEO, Sir Ian Beefy Botham, and their new director of cricket, Marcus North, have decided to appoint the dumbest bloke to ever enter the sandpaper aisle of Bunning, South Africa, Cam Bancroft. <laughs> so he will skip her all formats. Before you go on, Mick, yep. can I just uh, read another quote from uh, ESPN Crick Info in an interview with Steve Smith about Cam Bancroft? Yes, you may. He's, he's got a good head on his shoulders. <laughs> And has shown great character in the way he's come back after this time. Well, someone uh, didn't watch the Foxtel interview. Game... <laughs> no, no. He gets the game pretty well and has a good understanding of strategy and players. <laughs> he is a batsman. That's yeah. a good understanding of you as a player. But you're a wicketkeeper yeah. batsman opener. Fuck off, Stephen. He, he didn't un- a fucking idiot. He didn't understand sandpaper was illegal. Apart from that, he's across all other fucking aspects of cricket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Knows all the other walls. Yeah. 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 I can't wait for the. Um, yeah. I can't wait for the Bikram yoga bonding session. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking putrid. What a wanker. So next we oh, were. Sorry, sorry. Uh, next we, Mick, can I just yep. at the end of each one just jump in with a little quick one for you? Okay, of course you can, okay, mate. No, worries. James Franklin, the Kiwi yeah. bloke's the coach. Darcy Short's going there for T Twenty, and your man Barry yep. McCarthy retired. Oh, I'm not Baza. Fucking hell. <laughs> <out. Baza. laughs> I don't even know if I'm going to pay attention to county cricket now. He's gone. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, we've got Essex. So last year, last year they had Pierre Siddle, uh, Neil Wagner from New Zealand, Adam Zampa from Australia, and Murali Vijay from India played there. This year, their overseas players are going to be Pierre Siddle once again. And Adam Zampa will be back to play in the T20s. Um, their assistant coach, Dimitri Mascarenas, has left the club and will be replaced by the, oh. by the former Safa Pace man, 
Andre Nell. So they'll be bowling a few half volleys oh. at fucking Essex this year. So that'll be good. Uh, just my quick take on, Get really on Essex. Up. Sir Alistair Cook yep. is available for the entire summer for Essex, which makes a strong team even stronger. And I reckon they'll challenge for all three trophies, especially given their overseas talent. And P.S. Siddle is most looking forward to putting the beanie on again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so next up, we hit up Glamorgan. So uh, last year, Glamorgan had a few Aussie blokes there. So they had Smash, Usman and Joe Burns. They also had Stephen Cook, who's a saffer, apparently. Uh, this year, they're going to stick with the Smash, so he's going to be there. Manus Labashane is going to be there for early... Early cover for Marsh and Charlie Hempfrey, who is Australian, but he has a UK passport, so he will be playing there as a Englishman because oh. he's an English-born Australian. Hmm. Yes. Yep. What do you have for me, Roscoe? Hempfrey B. Bear. <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry, that's true. That's the Sam Robson rule, that you can play yeah. um, as a local if you've got two passports, both England and yep. Australia. You can play as a local. Yep. Mm. There you go. I'm glad I shared that. Alrighty. Interesting, Ross. Yeah, thank you. So, I also assume, um, who's old mate at Glamorgan that used to be Australian that we fucking love? Marcus He's really North? old to play. Oh, right? no. Um, nah. No, um, old mate Klinger, Maxie. Maxie Klinger. Nah, not Maxie. Someone, someone else. Um, so, next up, we've got Gloucester. So, last year, they had I'm DJ Croft. Dan Worrell. That, <laughs> they, had, <laughs> they had Maxie Klinger. They had uh, Thesara Piera from Sri Lanka. And they had Andrew Sutton Ty from Australia. This year, Gloucester, they've kept uh, DJ Dan, so he's going to be there again. And our uh, show favourite, Maxi Klinger, will be there for the T20s. Klinger will also cap... What? Yeah. That's weird. Why? I'd rather him not in the T20 format. No, no, he's a pretty good right. T20 player, but he's got a pretty good T20 record. He didn't have a great time for the Scorchers, but yeah. Yeah, but no one did this That's year. That's true. But... Mm. Yeah, true. Uh, so Klinger will captain their T20 side. That's probably why he's there for the T20s game, and uh, he'll also work. Yep, yep. And he'll also work as a batting consultant as well. Is that because he's travelled further Sorry. than anyone else to get there? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so uh, I, I, it's yes. the only prerequisite to be a consultant. Just yeah. Just doing some fact checking on the Glamorgan County Cricket Club for you. Yes. Um, there's, there's three blokes in that side that we love, and they may ring a bell. Um, Colin Ingram. Yes. Our man, Big Colsey. Yep. Uh, then there's Michael Hogan. That's the one. Oh, Michael Hogan. From and, WA. And our favourite, our absolute favourite, is obviously Tim van der Gugten. On the, on the Gugten. Gugten. Yes, on the Gugten. Gugten. Tim van der Gugten. Mm. That's it. Yeah, Michael Hogan's <laughs> the one I'm thinking of. He's the odd WA bowler. Yep. There you go. Yep. Hogan. Uh, uh, Mick, I, I hear that Klinger's also man of the jump Thursday night. Ah, that's good on him. As well I heard he's doing the Milo as well, just... so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, next? Sorry, Hampshire's Mick. up next. So, Hampshire's overseas players. Last year, they had Hashim Amla and Dale Stain, as well as mm. big Colin Munro from New Zealand and Mujib Urama from Afghanistan. So, um, this year, their overseas yeah. players are going to be Aidan Markham from South Africa's back. He's going to be there until until May, and then I'm guessing he has to fuck off somewhere else. Um, and they've also got Fidel <laughs> Edwards. Now, for some for some weird reason on that article that we are going through, Ross, Fidel Edwards isn't listed as an overseas player. So that's an interesting... Uh, the, I don't know whether it's just an... I don't know whether it's an oversight or there's some quirky thing there. The so. Windies... The Windies... The Windies players, Mick, have the same trade deal as the Saffers, so they can play as Colpacks. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. 
So yeah, so you'll notice when I go uh, through this, then Fidel Edwards was the only one I... in the West Indies. Yeah, Fidel Edwards was the only kind of West Indian I picked up on. So there might be others there that are not listed as overseas players, and um, any Colpack blokes apart from Oliveira, which I know about obviously because it was a big news item. But anyone else there is a Colpack, I haven't obviously got listed either. Um, so the rumour is that Stain may make a return at Hampshire after the World Cup. And uh, Big Fidel Edwards is only going to play red ball cricket, so he won't play any white ball cricket there. So I'm not sure whether that means he's got a um, commitment somewhere else. But yes, David. He'd have a skin reaction to the white ball. Is that it? His hand just gets a, <laughs> a bit of a rash or something. <laughs> While you're going through the Hampshire, two interesting names. Uh, mixed mate, Mason Crane. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. Who got smashed, who got shit, smashed around everywhere in a Sydney yeah, test, yeah, didn't he? Yeah. And then um, a bloke called Will Smith plays for the uh, Hampshire <laughs> crew. Whoa. So I thought, I thought we might just bring that up. Who's he open the batting with? DJ Jazzy Jeff? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. And very good by you. Yeah. <laughs> Is he just staying at a place in Bel Air? I think they boom, right? boom, shake the rooms oh, after yeah. the game. Yeah. Yeah. Back in black and wild, wild mm. west. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so next up is uh, Hard as a Kent's Head. So their overseas players last year were Matt Henry from New Zealand, Adam Milne, who's also from New Zealand, the big Stoinkloff, Marcus Stoinis, and Carlos, mm. son of Daryl Brathwaite. So, um, Ooh, yeah. the so this year they've uh, so all those blokes are gone apart from Adam Milne. Um, this year they're going to have Matty Renshaw for the early championship <laughs> rounds, and he'll play in the One Day Cup as well. Um, judging by his form in the Shield, they probably don't want him for any of the championship rounds. But hey, you know beggars can't be choosers. Um, Adam Milne <laughs> will play the T20s, and uh, one of Australia's favourites, and the uh, one of the Renegades, Muhammad Nabi from Afghanistan. Afghanistan hey, will play the first 11 T20 games. I'm not sure why he's not playing the whole lot, but he's playing the first 11. Um, fun note, Ross's man... Must have a test or something. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. Ross's man, Heino Kuhn, will skip up <laughs> while Sam Billings and Joe Denley are away at the IPL. Yeah. Mm. James Treadwell also plays for Kent, and he's a very, very... <laughs> yeah, he's that real weird looking gypsy, isn't he? Is he over 45? Yeah, real bald, big ear. Yeah. Oh, he must be. And there's another idiot called Darren Stevens who looks uglier. So, so I saw that um, last maybe year. Maybe UK correspondent could give us a. Yeah, I'd like to know. I heard Darren Stevens. On, on um, who's the ugliest player playing county cricket? Yeah. Uh, and then line them up against the Victorian oh. 11 and see where they fit in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. I'm looking at the pictures of the um, Kent yeah. team. There's a gypsy called Callum Haggett on this team list. Do yourselves a favour and look up this idiot. He is sunken cheek, um, <laughs> sort of a, a weird sort of nose, an emaciated bob, and like a... One chin, but looks like three chins because he's still on <laughs> to the side. It's um, yeah, it's very strange. But but yeah, he still doesn't look as bad as Travis Dean. So. Oh yeah, no, nah, he's rough. Oh Jesus, yeah. yeah, nah, eyes of a crab. Oh my goodness, yeah. lordy lordy, what yeah, drugs has he been um... on for three years? <laughs> my goodness me. He doesn't look any better with a full beard <laughs> either. Oh, he's good. <laughs> there's, there's a profile <laughs> pic here that looks like it's his arrest oh. picture. 
Looks like a yeah. skeleton. Look, he's a zombie. Yeah, he's, yeah he's dead set serial. Yeah. I am part of the place. reason that the Victorians are no longer the Bush Rangers because as of next year, they're going to be the Bush, the Victorian Mongoloids. But anyway, yeah. Love me, Mongoloids. There's a picture here of when he was like 18 or something. He looks sort of happy and light, but then there's one there of his mugshot <laughs> one that's just staring me in the face. Just got out of the wrong side of the bed. All right, Is this so. Haggart you're talking about? <laughs> so, no, he's talking about Travis Dean. No, I'm talking oh, about Callum Haggart. Callum Haggart. I'm still oh, talking Callum about Callum Haggart. Uh, <laughs> rough looking. Rough, music. rough as guts. So next week, part two of the Callum Haggart roast will be on, but we're going to move on for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, shit at cricket. There oh. we go. Next up, we've got uh, Lancashire. So as we know, we've got. Uh, Got a big Lanx fan in our mid-off family, so uh, good luck to the Lanx boys. Um, and judging by some of their overseas players, they are going to need it. So uh, their overseas players last year were Big Joe Many, James <laughs> Faulkner, Zahir Khan from Afghanistan, and Keshav Maharaj from South Africa. This year, they're going to have James Faulkner for the T20s, kick him over. Joe Burns will play the first 10 championship games, kick him over again. And last but not least, our the big show, Glenn Maxwell, will also play for Lancashire this year. So uh, the Lanx skipper, Liam Livingston, has uh, stood down. And Grey Bunyan's still floating around? Yeah, I think, uh, he bring, bring a tear to your eye, but I don't know. He might, he might have retired, that'd make me cry. Lanx <laughs> um, <laughs> skipper, Liam Livingston, oh. stood down on November the 5th, and he will, he will be replaced by Safa... He will be replaced by Safa Dane Velas, who wasn't listed as an overseas, so I'm guessing he might be a coal pack or some other bullshit. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Who does turn the videos off play for, Ross? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> next up, we've got Leicester. <laughs> so, Leicester, last year, they had Muhammad uh, Kachabas and Varun Arun <laughs> from India. Muhammad Nabi was Ooh. at Leicester, but as we know, he's He's jetted out. Uh, so this year, Leicester, their only overseas play is Muhammad Akachabas from Pakistan. The county is still searching for a T. Ah, good. Yeah, the county is still searching for a T20 player, and I'd like to. I'd like to just make this my official nomination that if the money's there, I will definitely come over. So, Leicester, hit us up, DM our um, Twitter page, and uh, we'll see if we can work something out. Uh, next up, we've got Middlesex. So uh, last year they had Hilton Cartwright, Ashton Agar and Dwayne Bravo. Surprise, surprise, they did sweet fuck all. So uh, this year they've brought in Mujib Urrahman from the Afghanistan team. AB de Villiers is over there to play the T20s. Uh, Stuart Law has come, in, has come on as the head coach and will coach in all formats. Which means the missionary, Dude. which means the Middlesex missionary positions have parted way with last year's T20 coach Daniel Vittori. So he has been sacked now from Middlesex oh. and Brisbane because the Brisbane Heat replaced him with big fat Darren Lehman. So Daniel Vittori is not having a good run of it at the moment. So uh, yeah. next up, we've got the North uh, Northamptonshire, the North Ants. So uh, their overseas players last year were Doug Bracewell, Rory Kleinvelt from South Africa, and Sukuj Prasanna from Sri Lanka. They've been replaced this year by Ginsman, Big DC, Dan Christian. Yes. So he's, he's over a there. winner. He just he just knows how to win. Yeah. So he's over he's over there to play. <laughs> he's over there to play in the T20s. 
So uh, get your money on North Ants to take out the whole T20 because DC doesn't play T20s not to fucking win. And Big Dumb Pato yeah, is going to be playing for North Ants from the 19th of April through to the 16th of July. I think he's got a wedding on the 17th of July, so he's unavailable from that point on. <laughs> uh, BBL Renegade Champion Big Harry Gurney has retired from first class cricket, but will continue to play in the limited overs formats for the North Ants. So Big Harry will be reunited with his Renegade Champion teammate Big DC Dan Christian. Uh, next stop is Somerset. So their overseas player last year was Matty Renshaw. They also had Corey Anderson from New Zealand, Azza Ali from Pakistan, and Jerome Taylor from the West Indies. So they've managed this year, they've held, they've held on to Azza Ali, who will play in the uh, four-day and the one-day stuff. And Jerome Taylor will play with them for the T20s. Um, nothing really interesting there, so we'll go on to Surrey. So Surrey had... Um, they had Aaron Finch last year and Nick Maddinson, so they've held on to Finchy this year for the T20s. Dean Elgar, is, Dean Elgar's also he was there last year and has stayed around. He'll be there from the end of April, so he's going to miss the first start. I'm guessing with some other form of duties, and then he'll play the rest okay. of the year. Uh, Sussex last yes, year, Garth Elgar. Yeah, uh, party on Dean, party on Garth. <laughs> Um, yep. <laughs> Sussex overseas Party players. on Travis Dean Elgar. They, uh, they had Ishan Sharma and Rashid Khan and a bloke I've never fucking heard of from New Zealand called Tom Bruce. Here's a tip, Tom Bruce. Buy a, Tom, buy... Bruce oh. Tom Bruce has gone mad. Tom Bruce has gone mad. Tom Bruce has gone mad. I was going to inform Tom Bruce, maybe buy a real fucking last name and someone might remember who the fuck you are. Yeah. Um, ah. Overseas players this year, they've kept they've kept Rashid Khan, who will play the first half of the T20s, and they're bringing in Mia Hamza from Pakistan. Uh, um, he's going to play till July. I don't know who he is either. My apologies there. Uh, Warwickshire last year, Warwickshire had uh, Ross's man, Co- Cannon Fodder, Colin de Grandhome, and Jitam yeah, and Jitam Patel. So this year, the Gitan stuck around, so good on him. He's a good bloke, just trying to put back into the club. Um, Ashton Agar yeah, yeah. has come into play in the T20s. Worth one less point now. So, what was that? Oh, straight break. He's worth one yeah, less point yeah, now. Yeah, he's gone down, he's, he's gone down to 15 points from 16, so good on him. Yeah. Uh, straight breaks, Ashton Agar will be there to play in the T20s. Gitan uh, Patel will captain the club in all formats after last year's t 20 T20 skipper Grant Elliott has retired. So we wish Grant all the best in his retirement. And hopefully after you've retired, someone will know who the fuck you are as well. Uh, on to Worcester. So <laughs> last year Worcester had Travis Head, Callum Ferguson, Martin Guptool and Wayne Parnell. So um, this year they've kept Callum Ferguson and big Martin Guptool's coming back for the T20s. So nothing overly interesting there either. So last year, yeah, last yeah. year Yorkshire. So we're bringing up the tail. Last, last and definitely least, we got Yorkshire. Last year they had <laughs> they had Cheswa Steve Pajara as their overseas player, as well as Kane Williamson and Jeet Ravel. Apparently he's a New Zealander as well. This year they have not signed an overseas player yet, but they have caused a bit of angst amongst the South African brethren because. 
Dwayne Oliveira has joined Yorkshire on a Cole Pack deal. So after taking, I think it was his maiden test fiver or something like that, he pretty much the next day signed a Cole Pack deal and said, if you're not going to let me sandpaper my balls, shove it up your ass, and off he went. So, so that's a bit of a look into what's happening at county cricket in terms of the ins and outs with the overseas uh, blokes. Um, nice one, Mick. Yes. Nice one. So um, once, I think the season, like Ross said, is starting today. So next week we might have a bit of a look at anything interesting that happened. It'll definitely be shorter than last year because I don't have the time to write 1,500 fucking word summaries of all these fucking games. So, yeah. yeah and we don't have the time to listen to it. So <laughs> You're a busy man these days, Mick. You've just taken a lot of extracurricular activities, haven't you? I just, you know... For- Nah, it's footy season. If, I don't, if, if oh, I don't sit on my couch, who fucking will? That's the real question. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's true. Good point, right? <laughs> All right. Can't argue with that logic. Um, just to save you some work, Mick, we'll hold over the um, uh, Prezzo night for another... T- we'll do, do a bit of a um, pre-thingy. What's it called? Sizzle for next time. For, sizzle. Yeah, sizzle. sizzle. And Alex, I believe next episode we'll be doing a groundskeeping corner, will we? <laughs> Absolutely. Right, yeah. And I will not say where okay. the cricket ground is. It's definitely not okay. in North Sydney. No, no, it's not. So a little bit of next <laughs> next week's sizzle. episode is a bit of a retro app. Ninety not next week, next yeah. fortnight's retro app. Oh sweet, I could do yeah. fuck all. Good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to read out the um, ING Cup squads line by line for. <laughs> ah yes, yeah. Pure yeah. <laughs> milk cup just starting. Well, so. I think. Uh, me and Bull might get absolutely rat ass too, because we haven't oh, done that oh, over oh, a podcast. We'll record it at the nauseous pub of all time. Just go real retro style. First <laughs> half an hour of this episode was pretty noisy at your end, but anyway. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, tip... That's pot calling the kettle, Roscoe. No, it's true. Not this episode. I've been quiet this episode. Yeah, not very quiet. Though. No, a little too, too quiet. quiet. I don't have any clothes on. But anyway, last month the ECB. <laughs> <laughs> announced the playing conditions for the 100 <laughs> that's coming along next year. Yeah. So here, here it is. 100 balls per team yep. with a change of end every 10 deliveries. Oh, is that why they call yeah. it the 100? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bowlers? So it's not because everyone has to make 100. Okay, yeah. <laughs> They have to get give five. Bowlers will deliver either five or ten consecutive balls that are restricted. Who decides that? The fielding captain. The fielding captain. That are restricted to a maximum of twenty per match. So that's probably the big difference. You could bowl. Actually, don't mind that. Ten in a row, rather sort of equivalent to two overs in a row. Uh, Each fielding side gets a strategic timeout of two and a half minutes. I don't what know. For? Until they go to some... To ice uh, the batsman, maybe. Strategic timeout, time dude. Fucking listen to what Ross is saying, mate. No, but if you've got a bloke who's like smashing... The ball power play will start each innings. Where only two fielders are allowed outside the 30-metre circle. So that's interesting. Yes, that's yes, it is. interesting. The power play is a smaller percentage... Mm in the 100 than it is in mm. T20 cricket. Because in T20 cricket, it's 36 yeah. balls out of 120, which is just over a quarter. 
and this is only 25 out of 100, which is a quarter. So, so it's six balls over a quarter, six yeah. balls. So I just would have thought that if you want the game to be sort of bigger and brighter and better or whatever, that you would have made the plough play yeah. a bigger part of the game, maybe 40 balls or 45 ball power play. The whole <laughs> game. Well, yeah, the whole but, game. <laughs> but like, just leave two people out for 100 balls. And let's see people rack up fucking scores of or, 600. Or the first. Yeah. You just see before ball one, the umpire does that stupid power play. Yeah. Half, half Every way. ball is going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, There's a 101 ball power play. <laughs> you know what I want to see that really spice it up? Let the batting Talk captain pick who gets the ball. Oh, then you'd have Keyboard my. Keyboard Jennings, you can bowl 100 balls. <laughs> yeah. and watch you Suddenly, go into the stands. Colin de Grodholm just gets picked in every single thing. It's earned $4 million. <laughs> oh, there's an idea. Let the opposing captain pick the other team's yeah, team. There's a squad of six. Yeah, you got to pick them. <laughs> yeah. That's now. Yeah, now we're, we're changing cricket. Jay Dernbuck comes out of retirement. David Boone. Mercilet. Booney. Booney's out. There. Uh, out of the match referee's box. Someone digs he up Donald Bradman, put him in. Oh, come on. <laughs> Fucking national treasure. Uh, I would have Don- thought, though, that the power play, why would you make Dead. the power play smaller? It's, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's dumb. dumb. It's, it is dumb. What is the power play? How many outside? Yeah, two, two outside. outside but, and then what is it? Four or five outside. Yeah, I don't know, something like that. But why make it less balls? It doesn't make sense. It should have made it 50 or 45 or something huge. Yeah, Yeah. half the game. I'm actually serious. It should be all 100 balls. Should have two people outside the circle. Fuck. Why not? It's just like bloody Hong Kong. No, you know what they should do? Well, England. Yeah. It should be. Yeah. They should count how many balls it takes to get to a hundred, and you've got to hit a six to bring up your hundred. Like darts, cricket darts, it should be. <laughs> then whoever uses the least, a, double, yeah. whoever uses the least <laughs> amount of balls, fucking wins. Yeah, yeah good call. No, it's, I would mind that actually. Yeah. The hundred people doing their lower backs trying to hit first the post. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, that'd bring the crowds in. Yeah. So, there Fuck, are eight points cricket. that this journo wrote about what the game would be like, and they wrote a paragraph on each. But I'll just read the little heading. Was the first point? Was the first point shit? <laughs> <laughs> and then shit repeated four hundred times for the first paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in bold yeah, and fourteen font, and underlined just... shit. Semicolon, then twelve font shit. <laughs> I'm just going to read out the headings and you tell me when you get to one that's not obvious, okay? Stop me. Stop me when I read out one that's not obvious. Well, I didn't know what was called 100, so it might be the first one. I think it's not not obvious that there's eight interesting points about it. Here we go. One, batsmen will be more attacking. Two, scoring rates will be higher and wicket rates will be lower. Three power hitters. I don't think yeah. I don't think wicket rates will be lower, but because if you're trying to smash it more, you're more likely to go out. Yeah, okay, well that's a fair point. Three yeah. power hitters and quick starters will be valuable batsmen. Four mystery spin yep. and defensive skills will be key for bowling. Oh, mystery. <laughs> 
Yeah, interesting word. <laughs> Five, individual matchups will be decisive. Oh, yeah, because you can bowl yeah. 10 balls yeah. at a round. And six, yeah. controlling the strike will matter more. Because um, it's interesting. It's all pretty yeah, obvious. Really yeah. This is the, I think this is possibly the only interesting point in it, is that if a bowler says bowling the first five balls, and um, the batsman's struggling, then you can just let him keep going for the full ten. Or if the batsman gets after yeah. him for five, you can swap yeah. him off effectively halfway through. So is that the rule, though? Or do you have to say beforehand, no old mate's bowling ten, or no old mate's bowling five? No, I reckon you'd be able to decide after the fifth ball. Yeah. And I think you should be able to. I yeah. just wonder what the actual ruling is. I'll look it up. Sizzle for next episode. Oh, Ted more sizzle. That's something we'll definitely not forget about either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Mitch Bill Stark won't be able to do it. Well, Billy Stanley, no, he'll be puffing out at five, wouldn't he? <laughs> so his hotspots will be on fire on his back. Yeah. I'll pull my pull my own chain, Billy Stanley. Yep. So oh, yeah. T twenty, you're allowed to buy one bouncer per over. Right. Yep. And you're allowed to buy one bouncer per over in the hundred as well. But the over in the hundred is only five balls long. So ah, so there's more. Yeah, bounces. you could bowl four bounces in twenty-four balls in a T twenty, but you can bowl four bounces in twenty balls in the hundred. Fucking yeah. hell! Revolutionise the yeah. game. Nine. The ball will stay and newer. <sighs> uh, why? Because uh, it's twenty balls less. <laughs> yeah, but if, so if, if they're, they're really if, worried about. You go again. So they're really worried about the last 20 balls. Yeah, the ball's worn out. Having a slow old piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah, no. You you don't often see, like, you know, 10, 12 runs and over in the last 20 balls of a T20. Because it's so hard to hit. That's pathetic. That one's dumb. So, Mike. Head down. The power play will be harder to utilise. Batman will look to start faster. The evidence in all three limited overs formats suggests it would always take a few overs for Batman to get up to speed. The average power play run rate is not exceeded until the third over in ODIs, the third over in P10s, and the second over in P10s. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) The short power play in the 100 means batsmen will face fewer power play balls when they're up to speed. In T20 cricket, the sixth over, balls 30 to 36 are the most productive of the power play. But by this stage in the hundred, the fear, the the power play will be over. Mm. Yeah. And eleven, which we've discussed, yeah. is yeah. done. Mm. Eleven strategic timeouts provide opportunity for analytics. So you could see a a bloke oh, out with an iPad and show him some stats or some shit. I don't know. How far they've run in kilometres and miles. <laughs> that makes me just the most angry out of <laughs> you. Yeah. This much mm. <laughs> analytics. <laughs> He's really smashing you, mate. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't fall short of this one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. yeah. He's, he's hitting you over cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah mate. I get it. <laughs> I've got bucket eyes. Yes. So, yes, I, I'm not sure I'm convinced Fuck. about the shorter power play. I would have thought longer power play would be better. But anyway. So, um, 
that article was really, really good when the bloke wrote it about 15 years ago about the differences between ODI cricket and T20 cricket. Because, <laughs> like, the first eight That's points are the difference point, between ODI and T20 cricket. Yes, like, it's like... That's true. Oh, it's a shorter really format, so some of the shit's going to be different. No fucking crap, mate. <laughs> no fucking crap. <laughs> Can't say shit, that'd be swearing. Yeah, no. No fucking cursing on here, cunt. <laughs> That's 12, it, he Ross. only had 11 points. Uh, the oh, dirty... I didn't even have... Why, why did he, he had, do 10 as I like to call it, points? He had, why did he he had 100 dozen, if you know what I mean. <laughs> You know what? If you can't write a dozen really good points about a new format of cricket, just cancel it. Just yeah, cancel, cancel it. Yep, yep. I'm actually really looking forward to watching it. I think I actually well, think that if they get this right, <laughs> and they might have to tweak that power play thing, but I think that five ball, ten ball thing makes it more interesting. I I I could yeah. see. Oh, I agree with that. that in cool. two years' time, the IPL might be playing hundred rather than T20. I don't agree okay. with that. Oh, that's <laughs> I think like I think like you're right. Like it's a different it's a different format. It could become extremely interesting. The whole five ball, ten ball yeah. thing can does put a wrinkle into the traditional yeah. cricket matchup, which reality is is all formats at their soul are still cricket. Yeah. Like it's still six ball overs, it's still this, Change it's still ends, that. Where the batsman, yeah, so batsman. the hundred does change that aspect of it, which could make it a bit more interesting. Yeah. But um I don't it'll be like I think you the one you, I don't know if it'll replace the IPL, mm. but I think the part you have got right, Bart, is that its success will come down to if the Indians embrace it. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Mm. And it only took them in- five years or something. T20 started in England 2003, and then the IPL started yeah, early yeah, yeah. 2008, I think. So, yeah, it didn't take long. After they won the World yeah. T20 India, went nuts for it. Yeah. September or so, I think, 2007? Yeah. Might be wrong there. Yeah. yeah, so if the Indians get on board with it, then that'll be what kicks it off, because then Australia will copy, yep. New Zealand, will, like everyone yeah. will copy if the Indians get on board. I like your idea, Mitt, though, the race to 100. And I think yeah. that could be the new way, rather than a super over in um, a tied T20 game, just make it first to 50 or 25, just picking up a T20, first to yeah. 20. So, you know, if it only takes yeah. you four balls to get to 20, well, then the other team's got to come out and try and do it in three. Can't be done. I'm a fucking ideas, yeah. man, mate. Race to 20. It's how the NFL should do um, overtime. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I digress. Uh, listener feedback. Time for yes. some listener feedback. We had plenty of correspondence from our um, men in the UK. And a good point brought up by Denzel was that the man cat, all the blow up, like Shane Warne calling Ravi Ashen a disgrace to humanity and all the rest of it. Oh, yeah, low yeah. dog. Low dog and all that yeah. stuff. It's because he thinks it goes back to the time of the um, the professionals and the gentlemen, and the the professionals or the workers were the bowlers, and the gentlemen or lords of the manor or whatever were the batsmen. And so, if he did something sort of and ran the batsmen out like that, it would be the lowest of lows you could do because it ruined the Lord's day. Mm. Yeah. So I, I could see that. That's why the you know you take the 
batsman's word on things or the benefit of the doubt always goes to the batsman because it's from a different era yeah. when the batsmen were the gentlemen. Is that true? Ah, not, never let the truth get in a good <laughs> way well a, a history lesson. Yeah. <laughs> I trust Mr. Washington. <laughs> Washington, we trust. Have you got any more... <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any more listening no, feedback, Ross? Because I've been doing some fact checking. Mm. So before you finish up, um, you are right. India won the 2007 uh, World T20. They played Pakistan I in the final. Um, in India, five for 157 after their 20. Pakistan all out 152 with Ooh, two balls to spare. Oh, so. ding a ding ding. That was in Johannesburg. It was 2007. Uh, don't know. Don't know the actual. Let's see if I've got the details, mate. Yeah, September 11th to the 24th. So, it only y- you're right. Because I think it was March or so, or maybe early April 2008 that they started the IPL. Quick turn on. Mm. Well, yeah. fact checking, yeah, 2008. Yeah. What was the date? March to April. <laughs> Excellent. Yep, so you, you, you're right. Well, you like my new fact checking role on the podcast? I, I do like it. I reckon you probably don't need to fact check Ross. <laughs> no. Probably everything I say you can fact myself. Check. Fact check yeah. myself. Yeah. Fact check me if you would like. I I'm, appo- I'm opposed to fact checking. It gets in the way of good rant, I think. <laughs> yeah, uh, All right. Well, Glad we worked that out well, on there, fellas. Thank you for that fact checking, David. Maybe that can be your new segment. Oh, sorry, you, no, not new segment, right. your segment. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have the last word on every podcast. I'll Thank fact check you. everything you, you say during the podcast. We are on all major social media and podcasting platforms. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook and Twitter, at Midoff Cricket, and our website, midoffcricketpodcast.wix.com. Our next podcast has been a fortnight. We talk about... Talk about some IPL, no doubt, and some maybe we have some World Cup squads that I can read out line by line. We have groundskeeping corner, North Sydney Oval. Oh, we'll have yeah. Prezzo night, spectacular. Uh, until next time, it's bye for now. Thanks for listening. See you later. See ya. <laughs>